Hi everyone, I'm back and you've heard me talk about this last time, uh, the societal demands that young athletes endure. And so today I'm going to take it a step further and talk about the suffering in young athletes uh, when young athletes conform to societal expectations, what happens? You know, what possibilities of red flags can happen? So, I mean, this is nothing. I'm not trying to create fear, but I'm, instead I'm trying to educate you as a parent, as a guardian um, of what these young athletes go through today. Uh, so the pressure to be the best, not just from society, but also from the community, the parents, coaches, we have this expectation of what we think the best is without first getting to know the kid and their perception of what makes them the best. Uh, they also have the pressure to be the best as a student, meaning straight A's, perfect attendance. And that can be just as grueling because now they're being told that their grades aren't good enough which means that they're not good enough. Whether we're saying it or not, we are unintentionally telling them they're not enough, period. <clears throat> Next up, the pressure to be aggressive. This is the biggest one I experienced as a coach for the first time this year, so many coaches were yelling at their kids, you have to be aggressive to play a competitive sport. You know, you have to be aggressive towards other athletes. And you have to be aggressive towards your own teammates at practice. Like, that's where it really starts with the aggression Children being taught, you have to be aggressive to win. You have to be aggressive to be the best. You have to, one of the biggest teachings that I was taught and many of us were taught was that when you're angry, take your emotions out on the ball, take it out on the game, take it out in practice. And... Now that I know better, that is like the worst advice anyone can give an athlete is to transfer your emotions onto something or someone else and then have like a great life and a great relationship with these other people. Um, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Psychologically, it does not work that way. <clears throat> when it comes to emotional health, if we are having a bad day, 
athletes, don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be afraid to express your emotions saying, hey, I'm having an off day. I'm having a bad day. I'm not going to be at my 100% at practice or in this game today. Coach, I'm letting you know. And coaches, parents, be welcoming to these students, to these athletes that are having a bad day. Let them know you're open to listen. Because so often we respond when we don't really need to be. Oftentimes we just need to be an ear or a shoulder for someone to cry on. We don't actually need to listen to respond. We need to listen just to listen. So uh, especially in young athletes, really, we need to cancel aggression and promote fun and play and healthy competition. Healthy competition is fine, but there's a gray area when it gets from healthy competition to aggression. We all have to like be aware of it. We all have to see it. We all have to recognize it. And don't be afraid to call, you know, call out on it. Say it, hey, like this is no longer healthy. This is getting too aggressive. Let's call out aggression before it becomes abuse. Athletes, uh, athletics for young athletes needs to be focused on skill set. You know, like how do these skills help them in adulthood and in the future? Will these kids thrive with these skills? You know, I understand that foundations, it seems, there's like such a short time period for kids nowadays to practice foundations, to master them before they have to go to tryouts. Such a short time period. I want to say it's like around 10 or 12 years old. Some areas are starting around that age for kids to do tryouts. Um, I'm speaking to anyone who's listening. That is very young. <laughs> That is very young for kids to be expected to master and not and not just in athletics, right? Like let's talk about after school activities. Let's say you're in marching band, let's say you're in concert band. Maybe you're more interested in the arts. Ten years is not enough of practice. I mean, if you really want to see what young athletes go through to be perfect at such a young age, watch gymnastics. It is intense. Like these people who want to become a professional gymnast, their life revolves around the sport. 
and it is brutal. What they go through is brutal. Even at such a young age. It's about perfection in like the most abusive way, kind of. Yeah, in the most abusive way because it isn't just physical form they have to master. Now it's emotional. They're training probably eight, nine, ten hours a day. I don't know. It's intense, uh, but they're training six, seven days a week all the time. And not just for 30 minutes either. It's for hours. And we need to stop that. Someone really needs to stand up and say their kids, they want to try out gymnastics and they want to have fun. So let's let them have fun and teach them the skills but also teach them communication skills, emotional skills, mental skills, and not just the physical performance side of it. Also, coaches, are we thriving with these same skills or are we just surviving in life? All the skills that we have been taught as coaches, whether you're first-timers or not, even if you're a former athlete, the skills that we had learned when we were kids, are we thriving? Or are we creating more harm to future generations, to the upcoming generations? And are we just keeping these skills just to survive and just to get through life, right? Because these students are not the only ones who are hurting. Coaches, referees, organizations, we're all hurting. And we all need to take a step back, reevaluate what is it, how did we contribute to the suffering of today's athletes? That's a bitter pill to swallow. The fact that we all had a hand in today's suffering. Many of us may not want to accept it, and that's fine. You don't have to accept it. You don't have to acknowledge it. But one day, you're going to be left with the truth, and it's going to be a very hard pill to swallow that really all of us, including myself, had contributed to today's suffering in athletes. And that's really unfortunate. But there's something we can do about it. We can learn from it. We can say no more. You know, unlearn. The the unlearning is the most difficult. Unlearning the harm, the trauma that we have gone through in order to create a better future. Young athletes, they need to be learning teamwork, interdependence, and communication. Because so often, even in team sports, so often 
there comes a point where it's no longer teamwork. It's about the clicks, the clicks in school, especially high school and middle school. When we start to find ourselves and find our way, you know, who do we fit in with? Who is an influence, positive or negative? And this is where we can also take these clicks and take it into these team sports. And that's where division continues to be created. If the coaches don't do something about it, um, it happens more often than not that these clicks exist. So coaches, find ways to get your team to work together no matter what, even if someone gets pissed off by someone else. Leave it at school. Leave it in the classrooms. Talk about it if you have to with coaches and your teammates, whoever. Resolve the issue, but know that you also have to work with them on on and off the field because that's what makes a team so strong is when you communicate and stay connected with one another on and off the field. And of course, you know, coaches, mentors, you know, we need to be leading by example, including all the players, you know, and these programs and organizations out there, they need to start being all inclusive, cancel tryouts, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Be all inclusive. Why do we have to create this division of telling kids who are great, who are not, who's worth it, and who isn't? These organi- organizations are actually out there telling our children their self-worth. What are they worth? What are they not worth? And these kids are falling for it. These kids are letting them get to their heads and letting them just really like tear down their self-esteem. If we were to let kids just live and let them be great at whatever they're great at, uh, their self-esteem, <laughs> there wouldn't be much low self-esteem. They would actually be quite confident. But these organizations that are out there, even schools that are out there, who host tryouts for sports at such a young age, They're tearing down our children. They're telling children what they are worth and what they're not worth. But children already know what they're worth. But if they hear it multiple times, day in and day out, what their worth is, um, they actually end up tearing themselves down even harder, thinking that they're not 
enough. They're not good enough. They're not worth enough. So by cutting out tryouts, uh, you're also cutting out the, you know, it's, it's also a form of segregation, telling kids who's the best, who's the worst. And by cutting out tryouts or by involving your children in an organization that doesn't have tryouts, we're not falling to the normal, quote, segregation. We're not falling for the norm, the societal normal of segregation. Because really, that's what this country has been built on, segregating. And not just who's the best and who's the worst, but who's worth it, who isn't worth it. And so I'm just going to, you know, leave it there and I'm going to let you decide as parents, as coaches, who's going to step up, who's going to say enough is enough, who's going to stand up and, you know, talk to parents, parents talk to coaches that children just need to be allowed to be children and to stop trying to control them. Stop trying to control children because they already know what they're good at. Believe it or not, I know it sounds a little egotistic, but they do. They already know what they're good at. They know if they're great at sports, if they are more artistic, if they are more into music, let them be them and let them have fun while doing it because we all know that the world can turn very quickly and tell them otherwise. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you with that and I will see you all next time. Bye.